Oh, man, I never, never, never get tired of that intro. I love Jimi Hendrix. All right, welcome to the CXM Experience, and I am Brad Kahn, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler. And today we are continuing our series on digital customer-first transformation, and I'll do a quick recap of what DCFTS stands for, what it means, and then we are talking about the capabilities model which is sort of step two of the DCFTS model. So we're going to kind of doing a three-parter on a multi-parter uh, within a two-parter within a multi-parter. It's a, I don't know. It's like, it's like the Matrix, man. I don't know. It's just, it just happens, right? Uh, so, um, so let me talk a little bit about DCFTS. Uh, digital transformation. So it's something that everyone's talking about now. Uh, everyone should have been talking about it a long time ago, but uh, many decided to kick that can down the street. And now they have no choice but to focus on it because the world has changed. And so for many years now, Sprinkler uh, has had something called the Digital Customer First Transformation System. I used it and looked at it when I was a customer back in my Microsoft days, which was extremely helpful. And there's five stages. Uh, stage, stage one is the value model, and we talked about that previously. How do you know that your outcomes will deliver value to the organization? Stage two is the capabilities model, and that's what we're talking about right now, so we're going to dig into that a bit more. Stage three is the maturity model, one of my favorite stages because it's really powerful to sit down with the team and benchmark where you think you all are on the maturity model. Very very strengthening exercise for the team's uh, orientation. Step four is validating the investment. That's the ROI models. Very important and good way to keep checking to make sure you're driving the improvements you want to drive. And then in step five, deciding what to do, there's a functional use case model, a operations model, and a reference architecture, and all that drives to this digital transformation. Now, change is hard. And... Um, you know, people sometimes ask, you know, why bother or why do we need to change? That question has been asked less frequently, uh, but uh, but it's still it's still out there. And I, I want to talk a little bit about sort of what all this drives to. And I, I, I this is a concept that we are still probably a bit early on at Sprinkler, but something that's reasonably mature internally, but we've not expressed it as much externally. And that is, you know, what is the result of all this? You know, what what are you trying to do? Um, and I would argue, as with many others, including our CEO, that you are trying to make your customers happier. Happy, not so much, because happy is a state of being, and it's hard to control all the factors in someone's life. But after an interaction with you and your brand, someone should feel happier. And so, I don't know if you've listened to the song. There's a song called Happier, uh, Marshmallow, uh, featuring Bastille. And uh, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorites. Uh, it is a, a fantastic, uh, a fantastic video. If you've ever seen the, if you've ever seen the video, it's uh, it's like just it's absolutely amazing, and um, uh, and it is a great song about you know happier and there are the little moments in life which can deliver uh, happiness and deliver a state of being that is is happier. So if you get a chance, go to YouTube and uh, put in happier official music video and enjoy that. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about the capabilities model. So, um, we last time we did a little uh, review of the outcomes and experiences. Um, we talked about really the personal element of feeling like you're heard, feeling like you're you know in, you enjoy being with the brand and you're remembered, preferred, and loved. Uh, so, we're going to talk today about the strategic use cases that go along with it. 
And so um, let me talk about, um, I'm just going to go through a few just to orient you to what I'm sort of talking about here and then um, talk a little bit about the people and the um, process and technology that goes along with it. So uh, one example of a strategic use case would be that for the company, they need to listen. They need to monitor, detect, assign, and route every relevant social conversation uh, to appropriate handlers. And then they also need to segment. They need to create unified profiles and clustered segments around key social audience attributes and behaviors. So this uh, listening and segmenting is a way of helping people feel like they're being heard. Um, You also want to assess. You need to map your current state of social capabilities, and you need to benchmark, uh, leveraging foundational social metrics to evaluate your impact over time. So assess where you are and then benchmark against others. And this is how you drive towards an outcome of knowing how well you're doing and getting customers to enjoy interactions with you. Uh, another use case would be to uh, plan. And, uh, and that, that would be about building a cross-functional asset management, content planning and campaign design ecosystem, and then publishing. How do you efficiently publish and respond across social accounts? Um, this is how we tell consistent stories and how people feel uh, loved and remembered. Uh, another use case would be to integrate and then to automate. Now, integrate the existing system of engagement to CRM and other priority legacy systems in the whole front office, and then automate by streamlining workflows and synchronize the ability to collaborate cross-functionally. So integrate and automate. This helps us recognize customers where they touch our brands and help people feel appreciated. Um, another use case is to activate, build communities of brand advocates and opinion leaders and influencers, uh, and then to engage. You want to nurture those advocate communities to propel positive sentiment, extend reach, and improve your share of voice. And this is how we get an army of people who show support and respond to us. And this is how you say that I am proud to be a brand loyalist. The next use case would be to analyze and report. So to analyze, you're creating business insights from data captured across different channels and surveys and research. If you're reporting, you're going to create, provide access, and distribute reports on every meaningful activity uh, across the organization. So if you don't report it, it probably didn't happen. Second last one, target and amplify. So targeting, you're using audience profiles and paid media targeting to create personalized one-on-one interactions and experiences on every social and digital property. And Amplify is a way of leveraging paid social advertising to boost content and extend campaign reach. Uh, So this helps people directly reach and engage the right people. And for customers, they feel like they're looking at personalized content. And finally, govern and comply. And uh, in govern, you want to prevent the advanced persistent threat of account hacks, data leaks, and system breaches. And under comply, you want to sustain all required certifications and industry standards, like GDRP and California privacy law, that kind of stuff. And this is how the brand secures its brand reputation and the customer feels like they're in control and how their data is being used. So, so let me just, you know, sort of recap, you know, this is like, this is a way of sort of thinking about how to um, go through, these are strategic use cases, uh, not functional ones, and how to like think, think about listening, assessing, planning, integrating, activating, analyzing, targeting and governing. Uh, and really, when you think about it, these, these things are all about how do I really listen, um, learn from, and then 
act and act in a way that causes customers to love you, which is the listen, learn, love framework that I've talked about many times uh, on this podcast. And what's kind of cool about these is they all sort of ladder up to a set of people, process, and sort of technology pivots. Uh, so basically, you can understand you know, how these things uh, make sense and how they work. And uh, what we'll do in the next segment is I'll spend a bit of time looking at uh, how all those work and spend a bit of time on what you know the examples are under each one of those. Uh, so that'll, that'll be kind of fun because then it sort of brings it to life and it helps you understand as a global brand what you need or what you have or what you have to do to capture value uh, from this system and to you know drive digital transformation. Because at the end of the day, what these models do and what makes them particularly powerful is they're an alignment device. They allow you to work with different people in your organization, help them understand what you're doing, help them have input on it, have them you know, feel uh, you know, kind of engaged in that process. And everyone feels like you're trying to drive to something that's got true business value, not just you know, building followers or doing some of the sort of things that people sometimes make the mistake of positioning social ads. So for the next one, I'm going to dig into people, process, and technology. But for today, that's it. And uh, this has been The CXM Experience. Uh, I'm Grad Khan, CXO at Sprinkler, and I'll see you next time.